Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. You would think after broadcasting for two hours this morning, being fired up on Boston radio, that I wouldn't have anything left in the tank, that maybe I wouldn't do the podcast tonight. Maybe I'd take the night off, but I can't because I'm fired up and I'm excited and I was pumped up for the show today. It was a great time. I want to thank Greg Hill and everybody at, D- at WEEI. For those of you that don't know, I was on WEEI um, the Greg Hill show this morning, um, I was on from seven to about nine. My voice is a little hoarse, as you can tell, struggling to talk a little bit. Um, nothing to do with being passionate on, uh, the radio this morning, just, you know, maybe working too hard, uh, from end to end, bro. I, I go from 4.30 in the morning till seven o'clock, 7.30 at night, full with passion, constantly fired up continuously fighting for America against liberal mutants, which is why we're doing the podcast tonight. If you checked out the show, um, I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know that I would um, be considered to be on the Hillman Morning Show. I, I, It's my understanding they're going to hire a female voice, and I think they should. But I'm hoping that my audition moved the needle and made people understand that I am, in fact, pretty damn good at doing radio. At least I believe in my own ability. I feel like I bring passion, I feel like I bring great worth ethic, and I think I'd be great to be back on Boston Radio. I did it for 14, 15 years, and I'd like to do it again, so hopefully my friends at Entercom, which is the one radio company I worked for the whole entire time that I worked in radio, I hope that they'll consider putting me on as an on-air personality in, in some form. I think I'd be great at it. I have a passion for it. Now, I would love to do conservative talk radio. As you know, I, I love, I, I'm a major conservative, and I love talking about, um, I love ripping on liberal mutants. But I can do sports talk. I know my sports. As a matter of fact, I, I gave my opinion on Deshaun Watson in, in the sex scandal. There's a clip of it on my social media. Some people didn't appreciate my take. My take was that it could possibly be made up, that his agent came up with an idea to get him out of Houston, because Houston was is like, we're not going to trade you, so they maybe came up with it. So there are some scumbags that they 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 can't take a joke. They they oh oh he's he's mocking sexual harassment. He's making fun of these women. First off, my friend, let me say this: innocent until proven guilty. This is America. There has been no trial. He has not been arrested. This is. Uh, still the country where you have to prove someone's guilt. They are innocent unto proven guilty. But you're probably a liberal mutant. You probably believe that he did it without going to court, without being convicted of the crime. <clears throat> now, I'm trying to have a little bit of fun, but the truth of the matter is, the NFL has a terrible record of keeping scumbags out of the league. 
The league lets people beat women, and then they get another opportunity on another team. The league lets people um, hit, uh, you know, kill somebody in a DUI accident, and then you get back into the league. The league has an awful record of letting scumbags play football again. Now, let me tell you, I don't have a problem with people getting a second chance. You kill a bunch of dogs, sure, you get to come back, you get a second chance. You beat your wife, your girlfriend, hey, we'll give you a second chance. I'm all for second chances. I am. But the league needs to be a little bit more strict. And until they are, I'm going to poke fun at it. They're not strict enough. They should let these guys back in the league, and then they should take their money and give it to the woman that they beat the fuck up. No, we can't do that. We don't want to talk about that, bro. We're going we're gonna to cancel you. So chill out. It's just a theory. Joking around about the situation. But it could be true. I want you to think about that. This guy wants to get out of Houston. They say, no way in hell we're trading you. Everybody stops looking. And then his agent comes up with a great idea and says, hey, look, you want to get out of here? You're not going to like the idea. But you want to get out of here? We're going we're gonna to start a sex scandal. And you're going to get cut. And then you're going to have to go to it. You'll, you'll take a year off. Then people call you a bum. You'll come back. You'll apologize. You'll sign a crap deal with another team. You'll be awesome. And then you'll make money again. Just like Mike Vick did. Except it was different. He, you know, I'm not comparing sexual harassment to, to killing dogs. But uh, Kareem Hunt, I think that's the guy's name. I don't know his name. The guy who went up to from... Um, I have no idea what the guy's name is. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Whatever. They, he, he, he played for the Chiefs. He beat the hell out of a chick. And now he plays for the Browns. Nobody cares. So, please, lay off. If you want to see the video of that. Oh, by the way, bro. I, like, I, I look at myself. So when I do Spazzing Out, America's podcast, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights from my basement. I do it live on Facebook and on Instagram. Do it five times a week. We're here five times a week, five nights a week. Click um, click the bell on Facebook to get notifications when we're live. On Instagram, I don't know. Follow my page. Also, follow me on um, Instagram. Here's the thing. When I'm looking at myself, I think I look pretty good. I think I'm a pretty good looking guy. The video that they posted of me today on WEEI, I posted on my social media. My God, bro, I, I look like someone punched me in the face. I, I'm, t- I'm like, do I look like that? I look like the guy. I'm watching the video. I'm like, all right, Greg looks normal. Wiggy looks normal. And then it cuts to me and I'm like, my God, I'm, I'm the guy that everybody, that when I, they show a picture of me. So let's say I got accused of something and they showed this photo or this video. People would go, that's the guy. A hundred percent. I would be guilty in a second of any crime. You would, they would just show a clip of this video. And the way I look, people would be like, yep. He fucking did it. My God. A face only a mother would like. Man. I thought I was bad. Bro, I really, I must really love myself. Because I'm like, I I really, lo- I mean, I look in the mirror and I'm like, dude, you're a good looking guy. I watched this video. I was like, oh, oh, that looks pretty tough. But, you know, the people over at Twitch, I don't know where uh, who, who films it. I'm like, you guys couldn't have got a better angle. I, I thought I looked a lot better than that. My God, I look mangled. I look, bro, I, I really, I look like I just got off the, I, I look like I got off the short bus. I don't care. Cancel me. You know what I mean, dude. I, I really, I, I look like, <laughs> I look like someone hit me with a bat. My God, I don't know how my wife deals with me. This poor girl, 
She's so pretty. My wife is beautiful. She's going to walk down the street with me? I look like bunk. My God, dude. It's hilarious. All right. Do check out uh, the... I was on the show. They posted um, online for the two hours that I was on. I appreciate all the support. But I appreciate the haters as well. I do. I like to cut across. So I don't care if you like me. And I don't care if you hate me. At all. I don't give a crap. Doesn't matter. As long as you like or hate me. If you're in the middle, you don't move the dial. You're not moving the needle. If you're in the middle, you're nothing. You're irrelevant. If people love you, awesome. If people hate you, even better. It gets you. It's like being a heel in the WWE. I love when people don't like me. I love when they hate me because I get them fired up. I make them think. I make them uncomfortable because it makes them think about themselves. I love it. Absolutely love it. I had such a good time. I miss it. I miss it so much. I get so fired up. I get pumped up. It's it's energizing, man. I, I can't I can't explain to you the feeling you get when the microphone and the light goes on and the conversation starts. It's like a different person. It's the greatest feeling, really. It's the greatest feeling on the planet. Being on the radio in Boston and you're broadcasting to like anywhere from 700 to a million people every five minutes. It, it, that's how they do the, it rotates like every five minutes, a different set of people. It's insanity. It's great. It was great. I loved it. I hope I get the opportunity to do it again. I don't think that I will on Greg's show, but I'm hoping that at somewhere at WEI, they have a spot for me or Maybe maybe they have a conservative talk radio uh, station. I don't know that they do anymore. I don't think they own WRKO. But I would like to get a spot there so that I could spit my conservative talk and defend America against the liberal mutants, which I would love to do. All right, we get a, let, let, let's get on to today's uh, first talk. Wait, wait, subscribe to the podcast: Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey Alexa, play spazzing out. America's podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe. And if you haven't listened to the podcast yet, I got something like 300 episodes. Go back, binge, listen to Spazzing Out. Check it out. All right. Unbelievable news conference today from Joe Biden. Joe Biden did a uh, uh, a president hiding, uh, 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 Joe hiding, uh, because Biden hides from the press, did a, a press conference today talking about the border crisis. Blows my mind that this guy's blaming it on the Trump administration. I'll explain to you why he's passing the buck over to the Trump administration. But we all know, us smart people, we all understand that the country and the border was secure from the bums coming from the South and coming up into America when Trump was president. We know this for a fact. Any reasonable person knows that no one was coming in. And if they were, it was a difficult, difficult task to get in. Because Trump emboldened, he gave enforcement to ICE and to the Border Patrol to keep people out. Joe Biden did exactly the opposite. Now he also put President Harris, I I will affectionately always call her President Harris, because Joe Biden called her President Harris a week or two ago. So from now on, on my program, on Spazzing Out America's podcast, she will affectionately be known as President Harris. So President Harris has been put in charge by Joe Biden of the border crisis. And we need to talk about this, why this is a problem. It's fine, but why is it a problem? It shows weakness. Trump didn't pass this over to Pence. No other president passes over the biggest issue 
the biggest problem hitting the United States this month, this day, this time. We are being invaded by illegal immigrants and Joe Biden goes and hides in the basement, passes the buck, says Trump's fault, and passes it over to Harris to deal with. It's absolutely disgusting. It's leading by abdication. The guy is abdicating the presidency and giving powers to everybody else. And his press conference was disgusting. Mumbling. Can't even read the words that he... He actually repeated a sentence twice in the middle of his uh, uh, address. And then he repeated the same sentence. And then he says to an aide, who am I handing this over to? No questions from the press. The aide says, oh... Well, that's it. I think it's time for our friends at the uh, uh, of the press to leave. God forbid you ask the great and powerful wizard of America a question. My God, because someone would call him out. Someone would say uh, the first question I would have asked is, "I, uh, are you really? Is, is I would have just like, bro, is this a joke? Are you really blaming Donald Trump for the border crisis? You're gonna pass the buck, and this is why Joe blames him." Joe says. <clears throat> that President Trump, all right, yeah, let, let me let me actually set this up. There are some people that believe the best way to keep people from coming into America from the from from Central America and from uh, Mexico is by making those countries better. Some people believe it's our duty to go into Mexico, give them funding, and to make their governments better, to create jobs in Mexico, to make it a better place to live. They believe we should spend and send our money down there to the tune of $700 million to make a Me- to make Mexico a better place to live and their people won't want to leave. To help them get rid of the cartels so that their people don't want to come up here. President Trump didn't agree with that. He stopped the program. He stopped sending money down there and said, hey, we- instead of sending the money to Mexico, to El Salvador, to Guatemala, or, or Gua- is that how you say it, <clears throat> down there, let's use that money. We're going to build the border with it. We're going to give it to ICE. And we're going to keep these scumbags out of the United States. That was what he thought. Even the Mexican president is saying that the border crisis is Joe Biden's fault. Because upon him becoming president, he pulled back regulations put down by Donald Trump. He made it easier. He rang the dinner bell. He said, come, come one, come all. And when you come, you'll get, if you go to uh, California, you'll get $600 stimulus check. Plus you'll get a stimulus check from the United States. You'll get health care. You'll get housing. We'll try to find you a job and we'll create a path to citizenship for you. Of course they were coming running. Of course. And the president or Joe Biden today is saying, oh, you know, you can't blame them for wanting to come here. Bro, I don't care. We don't care. We don't want them here. We have Americans that are going hungry. We have Americans that don't have health care. We have Americans that, that, that are sleeping on the streets. We have Americans that don't have jobs. It's disgusting. And then you can't even handle the job. You don't even want the job. You don't want to deal with it because you can't. Because you're the crip keeper. You look like the damn guy, the old guy from Poltergeist, the old guy in the suit. You look like you're ready to die. And I feel bad because you're old, you're decrepit, you clearly have cognitive decline. We can't deal with this. He's passing off the biggest responsibility in the United States right now to someone more capable because he has to. I guess thank God that he did. But we need to realize that that's a problem. 
We have to stop putting this together, connecting the dots. The guy can't walk up a flight of stairs. The guy can't talk without slurring. The guy can't even govern. He needs to send President Harris to do everything that needs to be done. And they wheel him in, and then they wheel him out with no questions from the press, no grilling, no hard times, nothing. The border is a major crisis. He's not going to deal with it because he can't. He's not, he's not there. It is literally weekend at Bernie's government. Literally. They prop this dude up, they got the, and, and then they send the real president in to deal with the shit. 15,000 minors, 15,000 children have entered the border in the past month. They are, they, there's nowhere to put them. They don't have any place for them. It's a shit show. I, I feel bad. I re, You know what? I'm not going to... Listen, I, I'm not a, a, a staunch a, a, as I might seem. I feel bad for these kids. It sucks. It's terrible. You made it. You made it to the United States and now you're living in some kind of a sick fucking prison. You, you're not getting the water you need. You're not getting the food you need. It's, it's a coronavirus uh, breeding ground. But you know what? I, I'm sorry, guys. We have kids here that need help. We have kids here that need education. You're going to have to go back and then you're going to have to come here the right way. You, it sucks, but someone has to do it. These are the tough decisions. It's like being a dad. Governing the United States is like governing your family. Bring it home. It's like being a dad. I make the tough decisions for my kids. Danny wants pizza, dad. Yeah, well, I'm not buying pizza for Danny. I'm buying pizza for you. If he wants fucking pizza, he could go to his parents' house and they could buy him pizza. I don't feed the neighborhood. I don't, it's, it's like the heat, the door. I'm not heating the neighborhood when the AC's running. I'm not put. I'm bro. It's like wait. It's summertime. Shut the door. I'm not trying to give AC to the neighborhood. No, no one can use my damn hot tub. It's our hot tub. They can't use my shower. You have to think of it that way. My glasses are really pissing me off. By the way, the things I know you guys can't see me, but the uh, the, the the pads that go on my glasses they fell off. And it's bugging the hell out of me, dude. I can't, I can't handle it. I, I just, I absolutely, it's driving me fucking bonkers. I got to figure that out. I'll, I'll figure it out. But the, the point is, everything, if you just take everything to your home, okay? If you take everything, yes, Brad, you can use my hot tub. If you take everything and make it home and pretend you're the president, except you're the president of the United States, of your, of your household. So pretend you're the president. And your family is the government. And you have kids in the neighborhood. They want to come in. And they want to eat your food. And they want to sleep at your house. And they want to watch your movies. And they want to rent a movie at your house. Hell no. I protect my home. I keep the other kids out. I don't have the money for that. I can't. Your burden can't be my burden. It's simple. It's, it's basic. Sorry kids. We can't have you. But I have a solution. Of course I do. I have a solution where we should put the 15,000 kids. I have an easy solution. It's very simple. We'll go. We're going to look up voter registration. Anybody that's a registered Democrat and voted for Joe Biden, we're going to drop a guac off at your house. We're going to take a Guatemalan and El Salvadorian kid, and we're going to drop their ass off at your house, and you're going to take care of them. 
You voted for this shit. You said, cool, open up the borders. Here you go. Here's your family. You're going to get two kids. And then when their parents come over, you get their parents. Now they're your responsibility, not the burden of the United States of America. You voted for this bull crap. You made our country unsafe. You said, open up the borders. You wanted decrepit Joe to be the president of the United States, who is now giving power to, to Kamala Harris and is going to spend the $700 million. He's sending the money. This dude seven the seven hundred. He's sending a billion dollars to Mexico to make Mexico better. A billion dollars ain't gonna do shit. It's not gonna do anything. It's nothing. The cartels run that place. It's tough crap. The only thing you could do with Mexico if you want to end the cartels, drop a bomb on that fucking place and and start from start over. Get get the guy from Batman, Rajay Rajay Ghoul, whatever the guy's name is. Have him wipe the city out and have it start over. It's simple. Keep them out. Take care of your own. Build the wall. Protect America first. That's the saying. It's America first. Protect American jobs. Protect American health care. American housing. Keep us free from the diseases that are down in that country. Don't bring them up here. Worry about us first. Please. And blaming Donald Trump is a bold move. And there are liberal mutant lemmings that believe it. They, they believe. They're like, yeah, it's Donald Trump's fault. You're an idiot. He kept these people out. He shut down the border. Not many people got in, but Joe Biden says, oh, this is a problem that President Trump created. He made Mexico worse by not giving them funds. Mexico has been a shithole for years. Years. Trying to blame it on Donald Trump for four years. He just recognized it. He said, hey, this place is a dump. And we're throwing up a fence. We're throwing up a goddamn wall. And we're keeping these scumbags out. Texas is like, Texas is under attack. I would hate to live in Texas on the border right now. They're rushing the border. It's unbelievable. But yet, you must be a humanitarian. We have to care for people from the other country. And you need to pay for it in forms of taxes that are coming. You will pay. You didn't vote. Hear me out. You didn't vote for Joe, but you're going to pay the price. You're going to, you're going to pay the price. You will lose jobs. You will lose health care. You will lose funds to these people. And then you will pay for it in the form of a progressive tax. They're coming after small businesses. They want to get rid of the 20% standard deduction for small businesses. That's a huge one. That's a biggie. That puts, that, that'll put people out of business. That'll crush small, you get rid of that 20% deductible. That's, forget it. Dagger. Over. Small, get the unemployment line ready because small businesses that didn't get shut down from the pandemic are going to be done. They lose that 20% deduction. See ya. And then they want to raise. So they want to get rid of the deduction, which essentially raises the taxes. And then they want to raise the taxes on pass. The, the, they call them pass-through money companies, right? These are all small businesses. LLCs. Guys that are um, self-employed. Uh, sole proprietorships. S-corporations. They're going to tax the shit out of you because they need you to pay for the illegal immigrants. And the way they'll say it, though, is, oh, we need more money because we got we have to do infrastructure. And if you lose your small business, come get a job building infrastructure. Oh, but wait, you can't get a job working for the infrastructure because you've got to join the union first to get one of those jobs. And those jobs are already taken up. 
Those jobs are already gone. The union's full. They don't need you. So good luck. Get in line getting your $17 an hour job working at Amazon or you'll be the boop guy at the fucking grocery store until that job's freaking gone. You used to make big dollars and now you're going boop, boop, boop. Boop, and while you're booping, you'll notice that an illegal immigrant will come through with their fucking EBT card and swipe, and you can look directly at them and you can be pissed and say, you fuck, you got me out of my job, you got me doing the boop job, and now you're getting groceries that I can't afford. It is a fucking circle that you people don't see and you don't care. Because it's not at your doorstep. We need to put it at your doorstep. I'm calling for an illegal immigrant drop-off at every fucking Biden house. Every house where someone votes has to, has to house an illegal immigrant. See how you like it. Drop them off and you get nothing. You get nothing. You got to feed them. You got to clothe them. You got to bathe them. Give them heat. Nurture them. It's your responsibility. You take them on. And no deduction either. You're not getting to, getting to claim them. You don't get to claim them as a dependent. You got to take care of their fucking ass. And appeal. How does it not piss you off? That's the problem, right? How do you, how do you not get upset by that? How doesn't this bother you? How can you not see the hypocrisy uh, or, or just the, the brazen BS to blame the Trump administration when he kept these people out? And then how can you not see that Joe Biden clearly? cannot handle the office of president. He might have been able to handle it years ago. He doesn't have it anymore. The guy's out of his mind. So, (coughs) (coughs) sorry. Mm. So everything that he does goes through Kamala Harris now. And they try to say, oh, the reason that we're giving it to Kamala Harris is because she used to be um, the DA in California. She knows how to handle this stuff. BS. It's the most important thing going on right now in America. If I were the leader of the free world, I'd be handling it. I wouldn't send my second in command. I'd send the top dog. I'd be in there taking care of it. I'd have some balls and I'd handle the border problem. But no, we need to do two things. We need to blame it on the previous administration. Not take any questions about it. Press conference is over, guys. Nope, no questions about the border problem. And then we need to pass the buck and let, and let the second in command handle it because I can't handle it. Oh my God. I can't even, I'm too frail. The heat down there might fucking kill me. And all the meanwhile, liberal mutants want the border open. It's a humanitarian thing. We need to let these people in. But while they're doing that, they're making other Americans suffer. You are taking money from subsidies that could go to an American that might need it. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of subsidizing families, you know that. But if you're going to do it, then give it to a damn American. Give it to someone that might better themselves. Give it to someone that lives in this damn fucking country, not some scumbag that floated over the river to get here to steal. They're stealing from us. I'm not a thief. I don't want people stealing from my home. I have a fence around my house. Don't cut a hole in my fence. If you do, my son might come outside with his AR-16 and guess what you're going to do? You're going to fucking run and you're going to be gone because I'll protect my home. I won't. I don't have a gun and I hazard to guess my kid ain't really coming out with his gun. But the point is, I don't want you in my fucking house. If, if an American broke into my house, I'd be just as pissed as I am about some scumbag from another country sneaking in, stealing from me. I feel like it's simple. And the easiest way to handle this, here we go again. It's very simple. It's common sense. Go back to what Trump was doing. Continue 
to build the wall. Instead of sending money to Mexico to make them better, build the wall, keep them out, let them deal with their own problems, isolate ourselves from the southern border. Bro, they should build a moat with alligators in it. That's, fuck it. Take $700 million, build a big-ass canal, bigger, the biggest one ever, known to man. Make, make it like 20 miles long, wide, I mean, 20 miles wide, dump a shit ton of alligators in it, and let's see if they cross that fucking border. Man. It really, you know what's funny? My brother Mike just texted me. He's right. It reeks of Animal Farm. It really does. If you've ever read the book Animal Farm, Napoleon, who takes over the, the, the farm, it's Napoleon, it's Snowball. He gets rid of Snowball, he gets rid of Mr. Jones, and then anything that happens on the farm, he blames on the previous administration. Surely you don't want Mr. Jones to come back. Surely you don't want the fucking coronavirus to come back. Surely you don't want Donald Trump. Surely you don't want guns. These fucking scumbags use propaganda and the lemmings eat it up. They eat it up because they get paid up. They eat it up because the stim check's coming. They eat it up because they're going to get universal income soon. They eat it up because they get unemployment for over two years straight. They're just eating it up because they don't give a fuck because they're getting money. I don't care if you give illegals money. What are you going to give me? Uh, I don't care what you're doing. You got that stim check coming? Oh, yeah. I love you, man. What the That's how I feel when I'm talking to somebody. When they're trying to explain to me, what are we supposed to do with these people? I don't give a fuck. That's what we're supposed to We're supposed to build a wall, keep them up. And then we're supposed to detain them and then send them back. We're supposed to lock them up and say, hey, you can't break into the United States of America and come here and steal from us. Go home. Bye. See you later. Put them right on a boat. Turn them right the fuck back over and get them out. Okay, Spaz calls him hotline again. Point being, here, and we'll just wrap it up on this. You have to understand that not having a secure border is a huge issue for the United States for many reasons. It's a national security problem. Anybody that could, get, could squeeze in down the southern border and could attack the United States at any time, that's how they can get in. That's one problem. That's, but that's the knee-jerk reaction one. That's the, oh, the real problem is this. These kids, they come in at a young age and then they're going to come here and they're going to be here forever and they're forever going to be a burden on society. Each one of these, for every kid that comes here and takes money, they're taking money away from another American kid that could use the money. <clears throat> and then their elderly come here, which is worse. I could deal. I could almost make a case for the little kids. I could say, you know what? Let the little kids come at a young age. We can grab them. We can teach them. They can become earners. They can pay taxes. They might actually have a shot at being good Americans if we get them young enough. That might be okay. Maybe. But then they come with their fucking grandparents. They can't work. They're 65 plus. They're 70. They're poor, unfortunate souls. There's nothing we can do for them. There's no jobs for them. They're not earners. We have to give them money. We have to put them in nursing homes. We have to house them over our elderly. We need to take care of our elderly. These people 
brought us up. They fought for us in the wars. They, they paid their taxes. They paid their dues their entire life. Let's take care of the American elderly, not the Mexican elderly. Leave them home. See you later. Send them back. They're going to die anyways. You do them a favor. Send them right the fuck back over there. Bye. They'll be gone in five years. So I could, I, I could, I could almost see it. I could almost say, okay, you got 15,000 children. 15,000 adolescents or, or, or minors, maybe they got a shot. We can turn them into being good Americans and providing to, to the United States. But the problem is most of these people come here and they're going to leech off of us. That's why they're coming. That's why they're wearing Biden t-shirts. They're coming across the border. The bell is rung. Dinner is ready. Then you're paying for it. Woo! And you're not getting any of it. Domino's, fuck no, I hate, my kid likes Domino's. The pizza is being delivered, it's cheese, it's hot, piping hot, and you don't get a slice. Not a single slice. You paid for it and you're not getting any of it. None. You sit back and they're going to eat it. While you're elderly, while your children suffer, while you lose jobs. But let the fucking Mexicans in and let's hook them up. Alright guys. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Anybody that listened to me today on WEEI, I appreciate it. If you liked it, great. If you didn't like it, even better. I love my haters more than I like the people that like me. The haters are the ones that drive me. The haters are the ones that motivate me to be better, to prove you wrong. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. It gets uploaded every morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 5 a.m. as I record it, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. You can catch it on Facebook, Instagram, follow me on both. Please do subscribe to the podcast and do me a favor. All I ask, I'm not uh, looking for anything other than for you to share the podcast with somebody else. Please do. God bless. God bless America.